0: Do you think in the, the accident made you more brave in any way, more sure of starting yeah. things?
1: Yeah, let's, let's put it like this. I think my attitude these days is um, I've, lost, I've lost. I've lost a lot. And every day, I think that's one of the things that I, it sounds very weird, I enjoy about having this pain that I still have every day. It just reminds me, like, when I do get this moment where I pause and there's nothing, I do remember that your life has really changed, and don't take it for granted. Yeah. And when I'm in a really bad state, I'm always like, you could have lost more. Yeah. You could have lost more. Yeah. You know, like I I remember Molly's like, dude, I could have lost my leg as well. I could have. There's so much more which could have happened. Yeah. To get any dent, and since that didn't happen. There's a reason you're
0: here. Hi, welcome to the Unseen Life Experience. Our guest today, Roy Washira, brings a unique perspective to the world of non-apparent disabilities that is not immediately apparent or visible to others. Roy, hi.
1: Hello. How are you? How are you doing? (laughs) Very good.
0: So let's get right into it. How do you define your disability?
1: Uh, So... Different ways. I guess me I'm a very humorous spiriter, huh? So I don't um um I normally call it me I'm, I'm called King, right hand drive. Okay. Because my left hand doesn't work. So <clears throat> what do I have? I have a I had an accident and I have um severe I had a severe brachial plexus injury. A severe? Brachial plexus injury.
0: All right, what is that?
1: which means that I severed a lot of the nerves which connect my arm to my brain. So my arm is still connected to my body, but it wasn't connected to like my brain. So in short, since my nerves had been cut as such, um, my, my hand is on me, but my brain, and it do not communicate.
0: Got it. Yeah. So do you mind sharing with us the story of what happened?
1: Yeah, so this was um, July 13th, 2013. So it's just 10 years since I've had my accident. Um, lovely day. I'd come from, I was doing a lot of events for Safaricom. We'd come from uh, Nikona Safaricom, Student tour thing that we were doing in Machakos. It was a Saturday. I'd been away from home for maybe a week doing that. Um, got back to Nairobi. It was really, really hot. Um, got on WhatsApp, you a biker group, and I'm like, "Yo, anybody want to go for a ride?" And then guys are like, "Yeah, let's do this, let's do this, do." Or actually, I reached home. I was coming to. I was. I miss my daughter. Like tons so i was coming to play with kaya and then she was dead asleep so she, at this time she was like three years old three around two years older dead asleep so i was like okay cool let me go we'll just do a quick run and then come back by that time she'll be awake watch a movie with her or do something in the evening so i got onto the group a friend of mine a bunch of my guys were like, "Yeah, yeah, we're good. Uh, the sun's out, so let's meet up near Kambu." So, one of one of uh, our friends who had been on a bike, he'd been on a bike for a while, but he hadn't gotten comfortable with it. You know, so there's people who own bikes. So when I mean bikes, I mean super bikes right now. So they have bikes, big bikes or anything, but they don't, they never take them out. So he was one of those guys. So he was like. He Every time we'd, go for, we'd hit him up, we'd yeah, come, so that he can get more confident to with his riding. So he joined us, and then I was, I think we were five of us. Um, so we did like, maybe, t- so we would ride from Shanda, cut across to Limuru, around 19 kilometers, and then come back. So... Normally, that's what we would do. Maybe like two runs, we'd go back, forth, and then after that, we'd go back to Nairobi, just easy. Um, so when we were doing that, we finished two, and then I asked whether we can do a third one. So now Kyunga, so basically I'm just making sure Kyunga can be with us, because basically between me and him, I mean, us two are there, um, these other guys were, they've been riding for 15, 20 years, some of them. So they're really good at it. Um, much faster bikes as well. So, but we went, we would go ahead and then they would pass us. Yeah. So when we were doing that, where, where they where they passed us was like a corner that I didn't think that he would be able to do, To get. Mm-hmm. So since I'm looking at my, side mirror, mm-hmm. I'm trying to slow him down because he's he's following me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. I'm just dropping gears, dropping gears, dropping gears. These other guys have already passed, they've gone. So as I'm doing that, I'm looking at him. I, n- I know the road fairly well. So there's there's a side road. On the road there's like that little piece of tarmac where people can walk on and mm-hmm. do what. So I know I'm I'm just basically dropping my speed till like I get there. Then uh, we stop and then we talk about what's been happening and then we start going again. So as I'm doing that, I didn't really take notes know, of what's in front of me. So as I'm dropping, I'm dropping, I think I was maybe at like 30 or 40 kilometers per hour now. And then now I've gone off the regular tarmac. I'm just on the, on like a small strip of tarmac. So there was Kokoto. So uh in stones so like small stones, stones, stones pebbles. Yeah. <laughs> so my front tire just caught this pebble, I, I guess. So and you know I'm already in braking position, so I'm holding a brake. Yeah. So it locked. Most bikes when you lose your front, the back, you just go.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, because it's very hard. Because you only control it from one wheel, so the front tire. So on it does this. So as soon as it did that um i it slid so we're basically going in that direction and then on the side of the road there was those tumors the metal barriers Mm -hmm. the s-like ones Mm -hmm. so basically i I the as the bike was falling with me on it i hit so i hit the barrier with the s-curve on my the side of my my body um, I remember I just hit it. Uh, f- 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 now the next thing I remember I was facing downwards. My helmet, my, this, the visor had gone. So I'm looking at tarmac. I'm in pain. And then I can hear Kyunga. <laughs> I can hear Kyunga riding. Hooting. He's so confused. Like, he's just hooting the whole time as he's passing me. I remember just hearing his bike just beep, 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 as he's passing me, stopping, because he was like, what the hell has just happened? Mm -hmm. Um, Then he stopped his bike, he came, so I'm just like this flat, a lot of pain, Um, oh yeah, and then he had to switch off my bike, Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: my bike was still running, Mm
0: -hmm. and it's still
1: in gear. You get because mm-hmm. I've hit, but the bike's still running, still in gear, so he has to come and disengage, switch off the bike, come check on me. Uh, I'm flat. Um, what did he? I think he turned me, or oh, or yeah, he turned me. So luckily, one of the guys we were with is uh, is Doc mm-hmm. David Karori. So he them they had gone. So he, he was busy trying to call them. So this is in the hills. There's absolutely no network. Like sometimes, like it's network is neither here nor there. So we check. We tried calling them, tried calling them. Now guys passing, passes by, stopping, guys are stopping, stuff. Stop. So doc, the guys on the other side, they hear the call, they come through. So he's a neurosurgeon. So he's like, yo, he got me up. Uh, put me in the right position, side checking with me, It's like, yo, dude, I think, I think you have a brachial injury. Me, I don't know what that means. Me, I just know I when I turned, my leg wasn't working. This left leg wasn't mm-hmm. working. This, I knew I'd hit. Because like, I knew i felt the impact, and that's what also broke my, my visor, because I basically went this way. The bike is like, what, going to 200 kgs with me, and it's basically falling with gravity and a bit of acceleration. So I knew there was impact, so I assumed i broke broken my collarbone and I'm probably dislocated my arm. That's why I can't move it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So anyway, Doc insisted that it's... Now, you know, we're all a bunch of bikers, huh? Yeah. The worst thing for bikers is when an accident happens, especially on a long ride, and there's no car.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: we sat there my tattoos came. He's like, Z, we're not going with that. He's like, Z, we're not going with that. And then luckily some friends of mine were driving through and they had a Subaru station wagon, so they had stopped. So like, yo, we're using that. So they popped to the back, uh, laid me flat. um, And then one of the ladies who was in the car held my head like this because now my neck, I knew my neck was... Something had happened to my, neck, my neck. So she had to hold me in this position for 14 kilometers. And then the best thing is, I mean, the funniest thing is, there's two roads to Nazareth Hospital from where we're at.
0: Nazareth Hospital was the closest hospital? The closest okay.
1: hospital at that point. So guys chose the road which has maram. Guy, 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 Let me tell you. It was mm. like, you know the story for the princess and the pea?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they she yeah. stacked up all but these she mattresses. She still feel the pee. And she could still feel the pee. Yeah. That was me. Mm-hmm. I could feel every single like, piece of maram that we're driving through. Mm-hmm. So we reach Nazareth, um, find out that, oh, they don't even, the ambulance is there, but there's no deer. So. um
0: dere is driver. Oh, driver, driver <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no deer. So
1: um, they decide, okay, okay, cool. Why don't we do this? So my dad, my dad, uh, calls, he's like, yo, I'll just come pick you. We need to rush you to Allah Khan. So doc has already gone. he he went ahead. So by the time I folks, my dad came, we did the same thing, light flat in, in the, back of his car. Guess helped me. Luckily now, the only thing about Nazareth, they gave me a neck brace and some Panadol, which for sure I wasn't doing much for me.
0: Panadol. Yes. Panadol, or
1: something. <laughs> yeah. Just regular pills. Yeah. For anyone.
0: Wow,
1: anyway, rushed to um. Uh, so, the, the, the rest of the bikers basically rode in front of us, cleared the road. Mm-hmm. My dad became the ambulance, yeah. We reached the uh, Aga Khan hospital
0: wait, 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 before we get to Aga Khan. Oh. So, so, your dad was called when you were in the first car. What What was yeah, that yeah, like yeah. calling people the... to inform, calling your close mm. family to inform them? What was, what was that like?
1: Um, I did do it. They picked my phone, mm-hmm. so I think I think they called. They called my wife, mm-hmm. and my wife called. I don't know that's, yeah. that's whole section of her, okay. So he came. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. he came that way. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think he came with one of my cousins or one. Of my, but they came. Mm-hmm. So cleared the road, reached there. Everybody had been assigned Luckily, I only okay. it was a blessing of a dog. <laughs> okay. uh, oh, I forgot to mention this. So as we're waiting, and they try and lift me. I can tell a very tall dog. My leg is not working. And now that was one which was bothering me because it's right. Yeah. And that
0: -hmm.
1: it's not working Mm -hmm. completely. I can't even feel it. Yeah. So So, as he's waiting choosing cars, when they lifted me, it just got back to work. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Now it was mostly my arm that I was dealing with. And I knew I had a lot of pain in my back and my neck. So. So now we're, fast forward, when are uh-huh. They take me through. Uh, I basically have no, I'm not bleeding. I have no physical injury oh,
0: that you can see. None? Yeah. Okay.
1: I have internal bleeding.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, they do, I do x-rays, we do what? So the only thing I find is my collarbone board that I'm broken. That's it. Nothing else. The rest is internal bleeding. I think I spent a night there, a night or two, a night or two. That was it. But the doc even then no. said, oh, "Like yo, we can't see anything. else wrong with you? Uh-huh. We can't. Like it's not visible if it's a your yeah. it's a severe one. Uh-huh. Your blood was still clear out. Uh-huh.
0: So that and that
1: we take a sad week, went home, went back to work. Yeah. No idea. A, a uh, the sling, yeah. Uh, I had a sling. I'd go back to the office. I was in a lot of pain, but now they, now the, I did given me some proper painkillers. Um, cause they yeah. the pain. The pain yeah. is, uh, the pain, the pain was on next level behavior.
0: So then describe the process of discovering and understanding your invisible, your invisible disability, um, including any medical diagnosis and treatments.
1: So, um, what happened is we waited three months. So I had to go for this, like, um, I'm so sorry for guys who are like doctors or medical guys when they hear me talking about this. (laughs) Something like (laughs) this game, what the hell he was going through. But like, we are this. So I had to go for this thing where they put like this thing connected to like your nerves, nerve endings to your head. And to my arm, um, figure out what's up. Um, so we, when we went, and we went to my wife, we were at the hospital. So, so the guy, there's somebody else who was, the boy, else was there before us. This guy, he was screaming. My, my guy, this guy, guy was screaming. Me, I was like, wow, 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 wow. I'm going to die. I mean, I'm yeah. just going to die where I'm going to die. This guy had screamed, wow. <laughs> You know the guy when he's coming out, he's like being dragged, I Yeah. That's, That's gonna be me. Yeah. So anyway, we put this thing on my head. Tested, tested, tested. tested. You know the first of you
0: Yeah.
1: And the, the, the doctor's talk, like, okay, nothing, 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 mm-hmm. nothing, nothing, like, nothing, completely nothing. Mm-hmm. Like there was, n- my nerves were not connected to my brain. What? <laughs> oh. So I could feel uh-huh. the pain because it's basically put a charge through your body. So this is the other end. So if it does collect, it,
0: sh- it shows
1: injured. that yeah, there's a those lines are working. This mm-hmm. is working. So that's that's why I, I was crying.
0: Uh-huh. But now me, I
1: was basically numb. So uh-huh. um, well we went back to Agarcon. And then the new, the head of surgeon was like, yo, Ross, you have, uh, severe brick complexes. Um so wait, the
0: test was done, was done at Nairobi hospital?
1: hospital? No, no, so mm-hmm. I just did it. I test, I did Nairobi, I did that test in Nairobi Hospital, mm-hmm. just because they have the equipment. Or oh, there's somebody who specializes okay. who's just there. <clears throat> but
0: then you went back to one of them? Yes, we were really locked the clinic. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so he was like, "Yo, there's nothing much more we can do here, because mm-hmm. cyberkakasus is not something that's operated here in Kenya." Mm-hmm. So now we started the search of trying to figure out where we can, because uh, once you had the accident, you had like six months to sort of sort out the nerves before they die, before okay. the northern to die. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we started looking for options. Uh, we looked at India. And, uh, one of those days I was just like,
0: no, you know what? My bike
1: was at the party.
0: Uh-huh. I mean, how many
1: guys in Italy ride bikes?
0: Yeah. I'm my scooter
1: Italian, my bike was Ital- uh-huh. So I did start looking for Italian sites as well.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So I just started checking, checking. <clears throat> then I found, found this doctor called Pibato. Uh, reached out to him. I had to Google go- go- Translate because it was all Italian. Uh-huh. Google go- Translate. Then I reached out to him, told him the story. It's like, yo, come through. This was in, so this was July. I had been given the um, feedback in September there. By October, Uh so what we decided, we just went to visit him. Mm -hmm.
0: Because
1: what happened is we asked the guys also in India, the guys in Italy. And the difference wasn't that crazy. And even when we went to see him, so, I mean, we were just more comfortable going to see this guy, going to see him. Uh, He had actually come to Kenya. He was in Kenya some years before. He came to do surgery on babies. So he did this for free, for two weeks Uh at Kenyatta National Hospital. Uh And so, there's like two ways, three ways that you get the kind of injury I have motorcycle accidents, which is a primary vehicle. Primary <coughs> <coughs> source is motorcycles. Second resource is uh, kids when they're being killed, but when they're being toyed out on the wall, safety happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you find that later is when people realize mm-hmm. that something. Something's wrong with their kids. Yeah. yeah. When they're being pulled, it's pushed too hard the other endings, then also, you also going to break your plexus. Three, when you fall off a trigger. Wow. Because you always come down with your head, you your friends, you turn it fence, you yeah. your head, mm-hmm. spread the spot, <coughs> and basically cut.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So this guy had actually come to do... They did what? They did surgery on around 400 kids. Wow. At KNH who had break your injury. Mm-hmm. So for that, after that, you yeah. know, our guys were sold. Uh, okay we're like yeah this is, this is gonna be the guy we're with mm-hmm. so <clears throat> i had to go back in before july because he was like okay no we have a year to play
0: yeah
1: uh, and he basically he's done like you go into this guy's office it's like athletes mm-hmm. like so many like he's just like celebs on the wall you're just like what
0: mm-hmm. what is
1: going on because mm-hmm. he's like he's well like this guy he there was he's so well trained and it's passed on. Like in Italy, like they pass this on to the next generation. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So <clears throat> how many months after the accident did you end up having the surgery?
1: Uh, surgery was uh, in June. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it was in March. I had to go back. I went back in March. Um, then we had my first surgery, which involved <clears throat> basically removing nerves that I don't need from my leg, from my ribs, and transferring them to this area because this is where I had the most damage. Um, um, yeah, it was. It was a, It wasn't a long surgery. Um, it's. It's just what they were doing because basically there's enough from here to the center of your leg, just here. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which does nothing. Yeah. Other than just feeling, feeling mm-hmm. that part of your leg. Mm-hmm. So they, he basically cut it. And then tore it like a shoelace from my mugu.
0: Wow. Quite (laughs) literally. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I have like...
1: So I have cuts like every Mm -hmm. three inches. Mm -hmm. So because he'd have to pull it, pull it. So what happened is when after the surgery, like my leg, I couldn't feel the center when I step. Mm -hmm. But eventually, it's like the other nerves have just balanced out. Mm -hmm. So now I still feel it. Mm -hmm. So they cut that and they use that too. Yeah. And then my ribs... Mm-hmm. On the side. Mm-hmm. They removed a lot of nerves in between my ribs. And then they used those. <coughs>
0: um, yeah. So you said that was your first surgery. That's How many thing. surgeries did you have in total? And what were the results? Two. So
1: I've had two surgeries so far.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The second one that I went for was... So the thing with the arm, with the kind of injury I have, this is one of the hardest things You find that this nerve that allows you to just do this is—it's very hard to replace. Mm -hmm. So what they prefer to do. So even my doctors like Roy, would you rather have? Would you rather be able to hold something?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Or would you rather hold it like this? Mm -hmm. Because you can't lift your arm. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Get. Yeah. So what they did is, so I have a plate. From here
0: mm-hmm.
1: till here, mm-hmm. which is just straight. Okay. So my hand can't flex this. So this hand can't flex, so I don't have a drop. Before you mm-hmm. have a drop. Now I don't have a drop anymore. So I have a plate from here to here. So I don't have a drop, but I can't. F- this can't fold. Okay. So then, when eventually, if my fingers do come back, mm-hmm. then I'll be able to hold things straight.
0: Hmm.
1: There's a lot more you can do straight than you can do. Yeah. Like this. So like even writing and picking up things. Yeah.
0: So what percentage of mobility would you say you have on your hand now?
1: Now, um, from then <clears throat> I had years of zero mobility. Mm-hmm. And then now I can do this. I can actually so the only thing I don't have right now is my fingers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My fingers don't work on okay. the side of my okay. home, they don't work completely. Mm-hmm. So I can do this. I can stretch out for stuff. Yeah. I still can't like decide to put my hand in. I still have to sleeve it in. Yeah, um, <clears throat> but beyond that, mm-hmm. it's my fingers which don't work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think when those come back, I'll be back to doing a lot.
0: Okay, yeah. so is it a given that it's going to come back? No. Okay.
1: Yeah. So it's not a given. Mm-hmm. Um, so the interesting thing is, it could have even come back. Yeah. But I don't know how to control it. Because remember, they use Your different brain. nerves mm-hmm. from different places. Mm-hmm. So my brain still hasn't figured out how to reach okay. that part Okay. or something.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. And do you currently do physiotherapy or anything to try and get it? Uh, so I do. Mm-hmm. I do some
1: physio. Not as passionate or as... Um, I used to do from the get-go. Because mm-hmm. my doc was also quite clear. Yeah. Mine is nerves.
0: Mm-hmm. If your nerves don't come back... Yeah.
1: M- you can work that thing all you want. Mm. Mm-hmm. get it. Yeah. So I focus mostly because I still have... So I have numerous injuries. I did not mm-hmm. know what... So <clears throat> during the accident, I had like... One of my vertebrae came out. So that's... I have constant back pain. Okay. So my back pain is crazy yeah like i just temperature change affects me like crazy
0: yeah as well as the plate in the hand
1: the yeah mm-hmm. the plate does but i think the plate more than let's say it yeah, my spine affects me okay oh, sometimes yeah and, and, the, I, and the whole thing about because i end up i'm technically carrying my arm mm-hmm. so my body is suede this way mm. good yeah So as much as I'll put it in my my pocket, I'm still sleeping. I sleeping is hard.
0: Till now, yeah. Every single night.
1: Yeah. Wow. Sleeping and I like I can tell you, you can Mm. blindfold me. Yeah. Tell you when the sun has gone down.
0: Wow. So I'm sure one thing that you realize is the type of painkillers for nerves is like this. I Know there's one called Gabba mm. <laughs> Um, there's different types of pain, so oh, yeah. you're taking painkillers specifically for the nerve. I used to, I uh-huh. don't you do. don't take anymore. What about medication to help you sleep?
1: I used to, mm-hmm. let's just put it like this. Me, I was like, at a point in my life, I was like, boss, I'm not gonna let this thing control me, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I, I found that you guy, my whole week, ah, you have to go see the says gee this guy you have to go get meds meds are expensive
0: yeah meds
1: are so expensive like, yeah so expensive my doc was always like cuz I'll tell you this mm-hmm. before before my accident i never used to drink
0: mm-hmm.
1: my entire life
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah so after my accident even my doc was like yo dude a whiskey shot is much better than a uh, then it's cheaper than, than even taking some of these meds. Don't, it'll probably do you... So what you find, like, the days I don't end up in pain
0: mm-hmm.
1: is the days I actually just... Either I'm watching TV on the couch, and then it's blackout.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When I go to bed, yeah. it's like a 30, 20, 30 minutes of just, like, your pain.
0: Wow.
1: Just pain, 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 pain.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, sometimes when you sit down, as, as soon as... I've changed position for
0: my back. Mm -hmm. It's pain. Yeah. I'm so sorry you're going through that. Mm. And what did support look like then? And what does support look like now?
1: I think, like I said, it reached a point where I was just like, I'm not going to let this thing. So support for me, uh, what does it look like? Wow.
0: Because I'm sure like after the accident, you had to have someone taking care of you because you couldn't move. A lot.
1: Yeah, I couldn't move a mm-hmm. lot, but then at the same time, so like my wife took care of me. Yeah, my my daughter. Um, but I also kind of so my previous I had an accident before this.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay.
1: Which, um, which is on YouTube, weirdly enough.
0: The accident. So, yes. I won't ask why. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I had my GoPro on. Ah, okay. So it's it's actually on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically. I fractured this hand,
0: mm-hmm.
1: all the way to the center.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So for like three, four months, I couldn't use this arm, mm-hmm. which I think I don't know if God was just like preparing me, but I got used to. I switched so quickly. I'm not left-handed. Mm-hmm. I
0: switched
1: so quickly. I continued, uh, like I said, with uh, my previous life. I was a photographer. I was. Just, I did everything with just one hand, mm-hmm. this hand. Mm-hmm. So when this happened. I kind of had like a few days. And then, sorry, one of the weirdest things about my accident.
0: The first one or the second one? Oh, the second one. Okay.
1: This main one.
0: Yeah.
1: this one was just a fracture. Mm -hmm. So it it healed after three, four months. Okay. But I I was forced to use entirely my
0: left Mm -hmm. arm.
1: Mm -hmm. The thing about this particular injury, one of the things that I really hate is, and it still happens still now, is a lot of times I'll be asleep or I'll just be lying down and I can't tell where my hand is completely. You like, can't, can't, tell, tell. Where can't tell where it is? I can't tell where it is. Like I'll either have to ask somebody, like if I'm sleeping maybe with my wife, mm-hmm. I'll be like, yo, where's my hand? Is it? Just look for it. It's on my body. Mm-hmm. It's attached. But it's called like phantom, like these phantom things are crazy. Mm-hmm. Like that's one thing like from day one to yeah. now mm-hmm. it still affects where you like you can't feel where your hand is hmm you could be sat on it flat yeah you're sitting on it completely and you don't know
0: and let's just talk about um mm. mentally mm. um how, mentally and emotionally mm. how did that affect you and what has that recovery been like um
1: i think mentally i mean there's some things i'm very sad that i can't do riding bikes uh I was a, I'm a big motorsports fan, so um, that photography, very hands-on. I, I'm a, I build things by myself. I'm very used to being hands-on. But now a lot of things I couldn't do, yeah. I had to accept that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, so mental-wise, I had to change how I, I think a lot. And these days, I use more of my... Before, I used to use my brain and be physical, Mm-hmm. But because I could do things by myself, if I couldn't get other people to help me do something, it didn't matter to me. I'll just do it by myself. Mm-hmm. But now, I'm put in a position where, yeah, you can have the idea, you can have um, a way of doing something, but then you have to rely on others. Mm-hmm. And you have to learn how to educate them, teach them, nurture them yeah. into getting into because before all all my previous businesses before that mm-hmm. I was alone I, it didn't matter to me I was a DJ before mm-hmm. I was a photographer by myself before I was I was it was me yeah yeah so I had to change quite a lot of things now I have a whole team with me it, it had weirdly it started after my first before my first accident mm-hmm. and then it just progressed I just started getting into it yeah so, mentally, I think that's one of the biggest challenges I've had. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was us, it was us. Because you get frustrated when, like, I do a lot of woodwork, I do a lot yeah. of, like, metalwork, mm-hmm. interior design. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when people don't get it right. Yeah. And just like, bruh, you know, I could have just done this by myself. Yeah. But then I can't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah
0: so. Did you seek therapy? Did you go for counseling, anything like that?
1: Yeah. So, I've done. We did uh therapy mm-hmm. but not really I didn't so I remember when I went to see the doctor and I'll, I know it'll sound very weird, mm-hmm. but I think my whole life has been building up to. I've always I've always just like and that's why I'll 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 talk about the case for mm-hmm. for Casey. mm mm-hmm. Um, I think my whole life I've been building up to the fact that I was very okay I think since even before I bought my bike I was very okay with the fact That something might happen That was built in
0: So you always had it at the back of your mind Like you think something will happen
1: I know mm-hmm. something will happen I've mm-hmm. gone through this whole discussion Okay
0: mm-hmm.
1: well, Ryo, If something happens Are you going to be okay with the fact that You might come back not walking Are you Mm going to be okay if your hand is gone? Are you going to be okay with this? You get.
0: I do, but I just want to unpack that. Um, What was it like? Like, I'm trying to understand how you always knew. Like, did you know it was going to be physical because of you wanting to be a biker? Like, that was the
1: most obvious. mm -hmm. But also, there have been a lot of, like, because before, like, I was before I'd done, like, aviation, I was a pilot, like there's a okay. lot of like, my and a lot of times um, at that particular time, I depend on my body mm-hmm. to do quite a lot, so mm-hmm. you also get aware
0: mm-hmm.
1: of some things happening yeah um, and I read a lot, like mm-hmm. about other people study a lot, because I, I always believe history will keep on repeating itself so, and like and before, when I was way younger, I was a bit. Um, I used to like burn myself, cut myself. Like I had my own okay. issues. Mm-hmm. So, and I was always, I kept on asking God for the longest time, that oh, I wonder how it beats to live life without pain.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah. And then the irony is that it happened, and it's not a t. So I used to ask whether. And not be able to feel pain, so mm-hmm. no, on this arm, I can't feel pain. Mm-hmm. So, most of the injuries that you're seeing now,
0: yeah,
1: these are post my accident. Oh, because I hit it, I bang it, I cook it, I i don't feel, like yeah, it. I've, I've had like my hand fully, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. without me realizing it's burned, like it's because it's not connected yeah. fully to yeah. my brain. So, some things have happened, yeah. So that's why I'm saying I think I think to a way
0: mm-hmm.
1: I have like i sort of preconditioned myself slightly more mm-hmm. than I think most people have. And then also
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the biker world, yeah. like we've we've we had lost people. Yeah. Seen, like this 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 is a a reality. And I think that's also why I used to enjoy my bike so much, because um it was just like the day it it was a very clear and way of knowing that sometimes you just you can go and not come back yeah I know it sounds very weird it's it's true but it's it's for some of us it's it's a lot more clear
0: yeah yeah and did you did you talk to other people or you said you read um stories of other people um how did the experiences of other people who've gone through severe injuries oh. um help you in your journey
1: so yeah i mean they helped me tremendously um like i was gonna give the story for when i was in cape town studying in 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 was it uni i was uni uh uct then we had so it was a big like kenyan family as such so we we were told one of uh there's a kenyan lady who's come she had a really bad accident um then we went to see her Turned out, it was actually somebody I grew up with. Um, A lady called Casey had come uh, from Nairobi. She had had a serious accident. We went to see her um, as a a Kenyan community. So she had had, uh, she was involved in an accident and she lost basically her, her mobility from her neck downwards. So, weirdly enough, we'd grown up with her. Um, so, and from then on, we kept on coming to see Casey. We'd always go see Casey, we'd always go and see her and say hi and, you know, play. We'd spend hours with her. And I think also seeing how she was, because you need to meet this girl. Like, she's, uh, she is, she has life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has life.
0: So- Talking to her,
1: yeah. So you, I, I think, also it's it made it apparent to me that it doesn't. All these things you can lose a lot, but if you don't lose your soul, you got.
0: Yeah,
1: um, you can still do stuff. Yeah, and she does a whole lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we were with her when she was trying to figure out how to learn how to communicate, how to type.
0: Oh, because like yeah. she'll send you a text, but mm-hmm. like, yeah,
1: like you until you meet her, you won't understand, or, yeah, like how did you do that, yeah, you know, because mm-hmm. like she, she, and she went through all this, and she's still going through a lot, but yeah, she's still very um, she's an entrepreneur, yeah, she's you know, she's uh, she's a leader, and that's, I think, yeah, also hanging out with people like that and realizing because yeah. I think the more people deceive themselves mm-hmm. that nothing like this can happen to them. Yes. The more they they are shocked when it does. Yeah. Good.
0: So mm. I think something that I realized as well is the concept of life completely changes because the mm. accident feels like a moment of pause, like God was really, really forcing you to pause and re your life and just figure that out. Mm. So... Three questions, or just a few questions there. Um, what does life mean to you now? What's changed about you, aside from the things that you can't do?
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, what, what, what is life now?
1: I think for me now, more of life, I'm, I'm enjoying using being a creative, but not actually being a creative. So by that, I mean uh, having to guide others. To actually actively push and develop an idea that is in your head mm-hmm. and you have to learn how to translate it to people
0: mm-hmm.
1: and push it you know because like um, from co-working to restaurants
0: yeah
1: a lot of these things they're in my head you get, I yeah. designed uh, the layouts I, I know what I want out of this place if it's about the food now...
0: So, okay, I yeah. know your story, but they don't. So, okay, so what do you
1: do? So, currently, um, I run... So, I've done a couple of businesses. But uh, right now, I'm running a co-working space called The Foundry, which was the first business that I started after my accident, uh, which was a co-working space that we started in 20 th- 2014.
0: Which is actually how we met? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Additionally, now we have Cafe Kaya. So I'm, I'm, I'm just. Which is a restaurant? Which is a restaurant. Yeah. Um, and then I'm just getting a lot more deeper into, into hospitality.
0: Um, before the accident, what were you doing?
1: Before the accident, I was doing events. Um, I had an events company, Events stroke Marketing Agency, that we used to do a, some work for, a lot of work for. We, we built like a lot of experiential work here mm-hmm. in Kenya. For brands like Safaricom, Philips, Red Bull, uh, quite a lot of brands here. We did a lot of work for them. And uh, me personally, I was a photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, so I was a photographer and a marketing consultant before that.
0: So you mentioned that um, the foundry and Cafe Kaya happened after the accident. Yeah. Do you think in the the accident made you more brave in any way? More... Sure of starting yeah. things,
1: yeah. Let's let's put it like this. I think my attitude these days is, um, I've lost, I've lost, I've lost a lot. You get, and every day, I think that's one of the things that I it sounds very weird. I enjoy about having this pain that I still have every day is it just reminds me like when I do get this moment where I pause and there's nothing. I do remember that, your life has really changed and don't take it for granted. Yeah. And when I'm in a really bad state, I'm always like, you could have lost more. Yeah. You could have lost more. Yeah. You know, like I remember, I, I remember, always like, dude, I could have lost my leg as well. I could have... There's so much more which could have happened. Yeah. Get, and it didn't. And since that didn't happen, there's a reason you're here. Mm.
0: Yeah. And how do your children... What do your you, you children think about your hand? How do they understand? So for Kaya, Kaya
1: is my oldest daughter. Mm-hmm. So she was three when it happened. So she's the only one who actually saw me with my hand.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The rest of them, they don't really understand why I can't use. Um, I think the, most one, the one who's most intrigued about my hand is Senna. Um, so she will always try and get me to... Hold things with this hand. Mm-hmm. All, you get, yeah. She's like, "Daddy, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 no, no, not that." Mm-hmm. Like, she'll she'll try, yeah. But it's hard for me to explain to her. She's she's mm-hmm. she's, she's, she's five, yeah. So it's it's harder. The, the, everybody else seems to understand. Mm-hmm. Just, um, she 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 pushes, yeah.
0: Okay. What is one thing people don't know about being disabled?
1: So I think. Being disabled is, ver- like, disability is classes. Can I, can I put it like that? Um, <clears throat> there's, there's very many different parameters of it. There's people who, there's, even though you're disabled, like, like I said, non-visible ones, especially, people like, like, there's that. And then there's also the aspects of, like, for, and I've, so, like, I've, because um, I interact with a lot of people. I'm very, I'm a social butterfly. Um, So you find people who have similar situations, but in the work environment, people don't consider it as being disabled. So yes, they're strong enough. They'll do what needs to be done, but it's like there's no understanding of the fact that there's some, like a, there's a friend of mine who's like a full-on waiter. mm mm-hmm. And she has the same thing. So you can imagine, like, she in, and there's, there's, like, no way to identify them.
0: Yeah.
1: As such. Mm Um, should I say this story? There's a place I go to Mm -hmm. where they, they hire deaf, um, uh, like, deaf staff. And so, like the other day we had a discussion with, I was like telling the owner, I think maybe, because even when I went, I didn't know. I didn't know. So it wasn't like they identified that aspect of it being there. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know. So this guy was packing my stuff and I'm talking to him, but he's obviously, he's he's not listening. And me, myself, I was like, oh, then I was like, me, I'm patient, so I'll be like, yeah, it's okay. Okay, I finished. And then one of the other guys was like, oh, you okay,
0: okay,
1: but then yeah. I was like, I, if I knew that, maybe I would have already because I feel like I feel that there's one aspect about this. Like, if you once people if somebody doesn't know you have this issue and then they do so, it can be very dehumanizing, yeah, you get, yeah. And that's what people don't seem to to grasp as well,
0: yeah,
1: and that's the hard thing. It's like you don't want to say that. Because like even with me, I'll hide my hand, you get I'll yeah this situation like I've been with people who yeah like i've been like I've been like somebody knows you for like three four yeah. years, five years even see
0: mm-hmm. you know what happened when yeah. I I didn't, yeah. I didn't know. I yeah, didn't know. I
1: didn't know it doesn't. I thought it came back. Yeah. you know those kind of things. But like they've put you in a situation where you're like, um, I can't really do that. Mm-hmm. And it, and but, but then, then they're like looking at you like, you.
0: do you think we should have a sign like or a symbol, something that you can wear? That. So I mean,
1: like that's why I like the like the disabled sign thing.
0: Because,
1: mm-hmm. um, like, when I do need to, or a card.
0: Mm-hmm. The
1: cards are also useful. Um, and that's why I got a card. Even though I haven't renewed it, mm-hmm. I just have it. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many situations I'd be in where, I'm trying to explain this to either a cop, Yeah, you get why you can't do something
0: mm-hmm.
1: or why they can't, like, just shicker you on that side. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and they don't understand why you're, making a big fuss of it Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and i would assume like flying for example like actually
1: flying or flying is one of the easier places Mm -hmm. because once i just tell somebody that my luggage was handled and also i i don't know i think for me i i work like i work with my disability not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Like I make sure I pre-plan. Like if you see how I do things, mm-hmm. I'm like I I have a sleeve bag. I I I know things are on on this side of my pocket. Like I do pre-plan everything. Mm-hmm. If I don't have to carry clothes, I won't carry
0: clothes.
1: Mm-hmm. You get? Yeah. You can Buy clothes on the other side. I will just sort of have less things to carry mm-hmm. and worry about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So, and then the other thing, Mm -hmm. so what I'll say is for people who are with you, Mm -hmm. okay, and this is one thing, 10 years in, you realize it's good to have confidence, it's good to be strong, but at the same time, you will reach, you will have points where like either your family or family members, they forget you're disabled, yourself. They forget. So there's some things you might need assistance with and you find you just, you're, they've forgotten. Yeah. But it's also, uh, it's the cost of also being so um, like self-dependent, mm-hmm. you get? Mm-hmm. So there's times, yes, I'll be like, I really needed help with something, but like, it's like they've forgotten.
0: So is it easy for you to remind them?
1: Sometimes I just I just brush it off. Yes, mm-hmm. I'll have uh, I'll.
0: There, there. Yeah, I mean,
1: there, there are times I'll be like, oh,
0: yeah,
1: like this. They, yeah,
0: yeah. So you remind them, but you don't catch a feeling about. I them, don't. There times I won't
1: remind me. I do like you. There's days I've just sat there with my shoes mm-hmm. and a shoelace, mm-hmm. and I have tried to figure out how to do what yeah. to do. You get, mm. or I've had to go back and change my shoes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Just because something happened. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, do you celebrate your mm-hmm. anniversary?
1: Yeah, I celebrate it all the time. Mm-hmm. Every freaking time I celebrate it because for me, it means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell people I hadn't, that was my previous life. Before mm. 2013, that yeah. was my previous life. This is my life right now because there's a lot I had to do. I had to change. I used to, like like I said, driving manual cars, gone. Dressing, for example,
0: yeah.
1: I was a guy, I can't even dress in a polo, Mm uh, short polo. Mm -hmm. You'll only see me long sleeved, Mm -hmm. so my whole dress code changed, yeah, completely.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, shoes
0: because of the scars, or
1: one, my hand is really small, Uh ah, yeah, yeah, now Mm -hmm. it's way smaller, and I just don't like scrutiny. I just don't Mm -hmm. like the initially from the get go. Because of this whole thing of like my hand banging on things. I, I didn't... Because I don't know where my hand is.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: can't feel it. Yeah. So, like I said, I've, I've cooked it.
0: Yeah. I've
1: cut it. Mm-hmm. Like, so I used to... My, I had a glove that I used to wear. So that the glove gets damaged.
0: Yeah. my hand. Yeah.
1: But then the number of times like people used to stop me and just be like... so Yeah. And I was like... Ah, brah.
0: Yeah. But then at
1: the same time, talking about invisible disabilities of like non-visible, when I had the glove, when I'm at the supermarket or somewhere, people, I didn't have to say
0: yeah.
1: that I need help
0: mm-hmm.
1: with this. Mm-hmm. You get Because mm-hmm. people would assume my hand is plastic.
0: Yeah. Or something. Yeah.
1: Nowadays,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I have to actually say yeah. that when I need
0: help. Because yeah. a
1: lot of times... Can go somewhere, somebody gives you a box. And you're like, Sube. <laughs> I'm like, look at the guy, I'm like, yeah. Sorry, I can't actually yeah. do this. Or mm-hmm. like the one, the one which is the best, one of the best ones is sometimes you yes, just like you go to the mall, the parkings are completely full, or maybe they have like three or four disabled so mm-hmm. you're parking So you park in the disabled parking.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, then the guy comes to you and says, well I disable your happy. Wow. That's when I, I, I like, I really yeah. a start to to those. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm, I'm not doing it necessarily for me. Yeah. I'm just like yo. If there was, even if there was a fully. Why are you disturbing? Now?
0: Yeah. Why are you? Why and are you in the face? Yeah. do you have a dis- disability card? Yeah. Uh, what's that process like? What was that process like of getting it? Uh, do you remember? I do. Mm-hmm.
1: Um So it's just been long and it's a bit, let's just put it like this. I I think I got it once and I never renewed it Mm -hmm. because, yo, it's a bit, you have to go to the government hospital. You have to sit there. And me, first of all, I went, I asked. They gave me the paperwork. I went there. Every other week, oh, kumeja, kuja another day. And I did this and I did this and I did this every morning. And then when the doc saw me, and he looked at, the, and you know the lady at the front was like, "You need this paperwork." I had to go for that test again. Mm-hmm. I had so many things that they required out of me. The doc saw me. He's like, "Dude, you have a severe brachoplexus." Well, I because he knows like,
0: yeah, it can't, it's a given.
1: It's a given. Yeah, but then the fact that you have to go and do this yearly. Yeah. Oh, it's yearly. Yearly. Wow. it's yearly
0: mm-hmm.
1: then take your papers to carry then take your papers to
0: mm-hmm. no
1: first take them to disability place then take them to carry and other yeah. places yearly i there's already i think and we yeah, i'm talking on behalf of other disabled. yeah i'm like i think life is already difficult enough mm-hmm. that I, I don't think people should make it more difficult. Yeah. But at the same time I do understand the government has to make sure yeah. that you're actually disabled. Yes. And that's uh, the cash twenty two.
0: Yeah. I think it makes sense, especially for for things that uh, would take long to heal mm. to have like um a set time. Like mm. you come back after three years. Yeah. You come back after, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, they should yeah. they should
1: be able to separate the two. I mean like
0: if a guy is blind, but
1: or you've yeah. chopped Like, I have friends who, their leg is yeah, gone. And okay, they still have yeah. to go through this process of yeah. having to go and verify every year yeah. that their leg is gone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, do you really have to? Yeah. You know what I mean? There should be, a, like, a, a faster cue mm-hmm. for some things mm-hmm. which are permanent. Yeah. And then there's some for, like, maybe disabilities which might heal mm-hmm. or things like that. Cause, yeah. Um, yeah. I think. That's yeah.
0: What, yeah. And did anything good come out of that terrible experience? Oh, a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. A
1: lot. I have a very different uh, way of looking at life. Yeah. Um, I think it just solidified a lot of things that I used to think of, but didn't commit fully to. And um, yeah, so a lot. I mean, like I said, now I'm fully in hospitality. Before I was mostly in media and Events. I a lot of the things I do now I do for myself. I don't. So I moved from being doing things for clients to doing things for myself, mm-hmm. uh, which has been mm, it's been um, a it's been a very interesting um, path. Mm-hmm. A lot harder, but I think a lot more. Rewarding. Rewarding. Yeah. Internally. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. And uh, with that I can plan a lot easier because mm-hmm. it's just me. Yeah. It's just me and my team. Mm-hmm. And we plan like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we're affected by other things, but like we can plan by ourselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. And now a parting shot. Um are there any practical tips or advice you've learned along the way yeah. that you that you think may be useful to other people who are just getting into who are just getting disabled, newly disabled or... Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, like now especially, I mean, like I've been... So I'll say this. I have noticed that there's a lot more of also my Mm -hmm. friends who are getting... Because these days it's just easy. It's it's a slight accident on a border. You're just going somewhere. That's how simple it is. It's not that you are a crazy rally driver. Yeah. uh, You jumped off a cliff. That's what you used to do. No, Mm -hmm. this is just simple, guys. Just living simple life, yeah. and I always say because <clears throat> I had a discussion with somebody the other day, and then they were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, what do you think about this and that?" And I was like, "You know what? This might not be my only other disability in my yeah. life because me, I'm living, me, I'm living my life 100. Mm-hmm. percent. You get
0: mm-hmm.
1: it? Doesn't mean that this will be the only one. I might even get another one. Yeah, and you have to be very clear about yeah. that. Like, don't assume. Okay, sadly yeah.
0: I'm
1: okay i've been given mine Mm -hmm. and i can move even Mm -hmm. for the guys who have it Mm -hmm. because that's another thing that people have to be quite conscious about just because you're suffering doesn't mean it can't get worse yeah you know Mm -hmm. kind of thing Mm -hmm. yeah
0: thank you so much for sharing your story with us um thanks for watching this episode please subscribe and join the mailing list the show notes are down below and we will catch you in the next episode